it right. I think I did. I think that should be good. Should be good. I think. I don't know. How does it sound on your end with my mic? You sound awesome on my end, so okay. we're all good here. I just don't have the highest quality audio equipment back in my apartment. But, you know, uh, neither, neither do I, honestly. But <laughs> how's it going, man? It's going good. I'm just I've been super busy today, uh, getting ready for my song to come out tonight. So ooh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So I'm just setting up some like Facebook ads, which is really boring. And <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun, man. <laughs> setting up Facebook ads. Oh yeah, it's just a wonderful joy. <laughs> Trying to like plan out what I'm gonna post and all that, all the stuff that's really not fun about doing music, but oh, yeah. I guess I kind of have to do if I want people to yeah. actually hear hear the stuff. So well, the thing that gets me is whenever I post a new post, because the only social media I post on is Instagram for Boonpod. I don't post on Twitter or Facebook or anything. I it makes me so mad that you can't schedule posts on Instagram. It is yeah. so infuriating that I just have to remember to just actually just get up, get up and post it. Right. It's, it's I, like I, the only, I never thought about that. It's the only social media platform where you can't schedule posts is Instagram. And the only way you could do it is through like third parties and you have to pay them like 20 bucks a post or something. And then and you I'll, get your account hacked and then you're yeah, like, it's like, yeah. I'm not doing, it's like, I'm not doing that. But, um, Hopefully this recording should be good. And hey guys, welcome back to episode... Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head what episode number this is. But hey, welcome back to Boonpod Season 2 Episode Something. There's been a lot going on with Boonpod recently, so I do not know what episode this is. Because I don't know if you saw... Um, um, as of recording this, it happened like last week. but um, Or no, maybe it was earlier this week. I'm not sure. Um, the hard drive that I kept all of the stuff for Boonpod on failed so yeah. i lost it like i just lost like it just the platter in it completely stopped working okay is so, it an ssd no it was it was an old i know i'm stupid but it was an old external hard drive that i kept all my stuff on i've upgraded it now i did buy a like a two terabyte external ssd to keep it on and a man like a four terabyte external hard drive just so i always have it on two drives but i lost everything for Boonpod. I lost all the original that, audio files, terrible. all the logos and everything. Oh, I was actually able to find um, one part of the logo, which is just the lettering of the logo. Just that, nothing else. And then I found that I actually had two episodes I'd previously recorded on. I, I think I had one on my laptop and one was on my phone because I just, I just airdropped it from the iMac I was recording on to my phone so luckily i still had those two but then there were like three more that i just did not get to keep which sucks well don't tell anyone this but i i don't even use a hard drive i just use my, the desktop on my like you know macbook like if, if something happens to my laptop <laughs> yeah. all my music is gone forever well what i i because i had it all on that external hard drive but then now i have um I everything i have everything backed up on two physical drives that i have with me and then I also have it all uploaded to Google Docs, too. Well, not Google Docs, but like Google Drive. So everything's triple backed up now. So I will not be losing anything else. There you go. But um, yeah, that was a bit of a kerfuffle, a bit of a goof on my end. But um, 
we're here now. I was, I don't know, because I know I had a lot of people message me and they're like, oh, that sucks. I'm so sorry. And I was like, I was sad about it, but I wasn't like heartbroken, like on the floor crying about it. I was just like, man, that sucks. I've had some stuff where I've lost some files and whatnot. And then I always think I probably wasn't going to do anything with those files anyway. You know, I'll just make some new stuff. Yeah. Like if it was that important, I would have put it out on the internet already. Well, the thing that really sucked from the, the thing that I was, I think in the back of my mind, I was honestly more mad about was that that drive also had a lot of, so it had a lot of my files from high school still on it. So like I took a digital media class in high school, for example, and I still had all of those files, like all of the original Photoshop files and stuff. And I, I really like to keep them just so I can go back and look at them. But now they're all they're all kaputs. They're all gone. So well, I'm glad you got it all sorted out as best you could. Yeah, I think I did, too. But, you know, now it's really funny to me, though, because the SSD I bought for this, um, it's like a gamer SSD. And I didn't mean for it to be, but it I I plugged it into my computer and it has like RGB rainbow lights on the side of it. And I'm like, hey, that's cool. It's cool, but like it doesn't need to be on an S. Like this is like an SSD. Like it's not like a keyboard or anything. I say is my keyboard's rainbow flashing right in front of me. Real gamer hours. Yeah, well, I'm recording this. I I record. I well, I edit all of my stuff on like my. Uh, th- oh, this is so embarrassing to say. I record, I edit all of my stuff on like my gamer PC rig that I mm-hmm. built. But, you know, now that I'm recording at home, because ne- usually when I record on campus, it's like a neutral space. But then here it's just like in my apartment. So I had to turn off all of the fans so people couldn't hear fans in the background. All there that fun stuff. But um, enough talking about me. How's it going, man? I just heard that you had a single coming out tonight. Yeah, it's been going pretty good, you know. I mean, I, obviously, I don't, I don't live in Boone anymore, so I'm relocated to like the Raleigh area music scene. So I've been okay. working pretty steadily on reestablishing myself after, mm-hmm. like, post Boone, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the post Boone <laughs> musician syndrome. Right, and you know, I knew there was gonna be some growing pains when that happened because Boone is kind of like a self-contained area where you're, mm. you can feel. You can feel really sick in Boone and you leave Boone. You're like, oh, word. No one knows who I am at all. I had someone else mention something really similar like that to me, where it's like Boone, because it's like kind of just on top of a mountain, you're kind of you really are in your own like little little musical creative bubble. Right. And then the moment you go out, it's like, all right, now I actually have to talk to other people. Or at least that's how I had another person describe it to me. I mean, honestly, I was kind of looking forward to, or I still am looking forward to growing it past what it, what it was, my music, I guess. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, building like a strategic following in a new place and Mm -hmm. focusing on new cities. And cause, um, you know, I mean, I, I always will be grateful for like what, Boone did for me it kind of got me like a a good start um I'm still I still want to grow I don't want to make that my my peak so to say Mm. I definitely feel like Boone I feel like that's part of the reason why Boone has such a high amount of musicians and creatives is because it's such a good like kickstart place just because you are always surrounded by that many like just tons and tons of creative people 
So it's a really good kickstart place, but then I imagine once you get out, it's the hardest part isn't necessarily making what you want to make. It's just getting started again. And I imagine that's really, really tough. Well, I mean, I feel like I had I had some momentum coming out of it all. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I have to restart everything. You know, like, I have lots of music that I recorded. Um, got a new backing band. So, got gigs. So, you know, it's not like you have to completely restart. But, I mean, Boone is a great place to get started musically because it's not super gatekeepy. You know, mm-hmm. there's people are generally pretty supportive of each other. You know, I remember my first gig was back in like 2019. I didn't have a drummer, but like Tap Room let me play with like mm-hmm. acoustic guitar and keyboard and bass guitar. And like, we just played a gig and they're like, all right, word. You know, it's not like the, the venues in Boone aren't like, well, how many likes on Facebook do you have? And yeah, like, what's your draw? But most of them don't care. I mean, there's people are going to come out because it's Boone. There's not much to do, you know the place they're going to pack out. So it's a great place to get yourself comfortable with playing live and dropping music and all that kind of stuff. It is really cool how many of the venues are just super cool with just letting a ton of different people on. It's, I mean, it is, it's really, really good that they're not super gatekeepy about anything. Right. But then, then you leave and you realize, Oh, I need a, I need a website. Like I need to show how many tickets yeah. I can sell. I got to do all this stuff that, you know, the boom, yeah. <laughs> playing in Boone doesn't necessarily teach you. As soon as like you get, as soon as you get out of Boone, then you, then people are actually super business oriented, right? So, Which, you gotta kind of enjoy it for what it is, and also realize the uh, there's some work to be done yeah. after that kind of stuff. Do you feel like you have to put in a lot more effort now? Putting, making, I mean, not necessarily even making music, but getting gigs and stuff, like playing in playing in venues. Does it, do you feel like you have to put in a lot more effort now? Um, I guess there's a lot more venues around here. You know, I, this year, last year, I was trying to play as much as possible. Like I was trying to make make music how I was making my money. So I would take mm. gigs that weren't necessarily. Uh, amazing in terms of building a following but that were just paying well so there's lots of places you can play around here there's less places around here that you can just randomly pack out a bar with zero following you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so if this year i'm focusing more on uh playing like higher quality gigs playing a little bit less so that because you don't want to wear out uh like a market and Mm. you don't want to like oversaturate a certain place so like last year, I kind of felt like, you know, I was playing in the Raleigh area every weekend. And like my people that would typically come out and see me kind of would, like I didn't see him as much. I was like, okay, and they think why? Well, because like, I feel like they know I'm playing every week. So I need to kind of like stop doing that as much. Yeah. So, so you're kind of just trying to make your show, the shows that you do play feel more special so that you can build, so that you can build an audience more. Right. Yeah. That's the goal for sure. And I got some help with booking now too. So that should definitely help. Ooh, cool. I know. Um, it's, I'm sorry. My mind completely blanked. I've been super busy today, but, um, how do you like, do you, does the vibe of playing music or playing at venues feel different outside of Boone? I'm cause I know it's like a totally different culture outside of, 
I mean, it's going to be a completely different culture anywhere you go, but does it feel like significantly different or does it kind of just feel like you're just picking up and playing again? Um, you know, yeah, I guess I'll just be honest in the podcast. Like, <laughs> um, I would say the vibe is generally more professional outside of Boone. With, mm-hmm. You know, I'd say the most professional music venue or the most professional venues I've played are probably through the school in Boone, like doing like apps shows at like legends and stuff and Boone saloon. Those are my favorite places to play. Cause like you show up, there's like good sound, you know, you know, mm. you're going to get paid. It's a lot more professional oriented instead of just right. feeling like you're playing at some, I guess just feel like you're just playing at some dude's house or whatever. Right. The amount of house shows I played at. And then at the end it's like, well, uh, you know, well, we need to pay the house first. And so sorry, there's no money for the bands. I'm like, Okay, like that was <laughs> a common occurrence in Boone. So mm. I'm not outside. Say outside of Boone, it's a little bit more. It's a little bit more like professional and pro musician than just having a good. Than maybe just necessarily having a good show for the people. Right, and like I mean, that's sometimes you got to play those shows where it's like the expectation is, I'm not going to make a ton of money off this, but I'm going to get to play for it ton of people and it's going to be mm. a great time like that's perfectly valid and i still want to do stuff like that but you I know, know. I'd, I'd say outside of boone it is a little bit more like all right this is load in you're gonna have this stuff here and um this is how it's gonna be mm. i imagine at least on your end the pro- the more professional shows outside of boone are much better for i don't know you getting paid i imagine yeah, I mean, um, you know, a lot of those shows kind of come down to how many tickets you sell. So you got to be selling tickets mm. or or play those gigs that pay well, but might not necessarily have the most interested audience. Mm, OK, I I will say I I do I, the vibes. That, so the all of the shows that I've been to in Boone, I definitely do get that feeling of where it kind of just just does just feel like you're playing like a house show or whatever. And I feel like that definitely, I feel like that kind of audience does do really well for especially like a college town like Boone. But then as soon as you step out, you're like, all right, now I actually want to, you know, professionally do music or um, because I know um, I know a lot of musicians in Boone that pop up in Boone are um, people that go to App State. But they don't necessarily like a lot of what what sadly happens a lot of times with with uh bands in Boone is that as soon as they graduate, the band is kind of just over, which really sucks because a lot of the time they're just, their, their music is really good, but they, you know, they get out of college, they're like, all right. And then they could do an office job and they live their life, which there's nothing wrong with that, but it does kind of stink that they just kind of disappear off the face of the map. Right. And that's why I kind of, you know, um, that's kind of why I do the solo. I went the solo project route is because like I want I wanted to be able to sustain the same uh whatever project or brand or whatever you want to call it into the future and I didn't want it to just be something that fizzles out mm-hmm. after I was done in whatever town I was in you know like I want to be able to take I can take my name wherever I want it to and I don't have to start over you know it's not like yeah 
so it's, so it's, it's not like you're it's not like you're in a band and then as soon as and then the band ends and then you're like okay well i still wanted to keep doing music and then you have to completely restart from ground zero where i mean if you did that i mean i'm sure some people would be like oh hey it's that guy from that but then i know definitely doing a solo career does it do you think it it's more like satisfying for you to do to be doing a solo career than being in a band um sometimes i think the negative aspects to it are uh you know i think bands seem to generate followings a little easier and also i think that there's always this expectation that oh it's just a solo act like it's not going to be like a high energy show mm -hmm. it's not going to be like super lit or whatever where i try to make my shows as like high energy as possible which i think is more likened to that sort of band image uh so you know i think i think there, it comes with some downsides also you know the it, with with a band people are extremely like everyone feels like it's it's their thing i think mm -hmm. sometimes uh it kind of can feel like the people you play with just feel like they're just playing for uh for that I don't know. I'm trying to put a word on it, but I think having band members for a band probably helps put the uh, the project forward a little bit easier because everyone feels like it's their thing, where it's like just me. The people I play with, all they have to do is kind of show up and play and practice, which is like fantastic. Mm -hmm. But it's like all the business stuff is on me. Uh, so yeah, I guess I guess. You, you get to promote your own name while also like busting your ass. Yeah. I don't know. I know one of the big things for me is that I know um, some people, I kind of dissuaded this opinion a lot recently, but um, I think, I do think some people, cause I have had some people reach out to me on the Instagram to be on the show and they're like, Hey, we love what you guys are doing. And I'm like, what? It, it's just me. Like Boon pod is just me. And I think the biggest thing for that isn't that I wouldn't ever want someone else to touch it. It's that I'd really like having complete creative control over the show because mm -hmm. I am at least for me, if I'm working on it, if it's just me, I'm very much a perfectionist about making things look right and how the audio sounds and all that stuff, which is why I usually don't um, do Zoom recordings because my own personal mic isn't that great. But, you know, I did just really want to have you on the show. But, you know, I'm just I don't I don't know. Do you feel that same way? Are you um, do you like having the complete like creative control are you a perfectionist over your work i would say i i strive for perfection but i you know i, I always know i i really try to not let the perfect get in the way of the good i forget mm. who said that but i don't really know where that came from but i didn't come up with that phrase <laughs> i think my therapist told me that man <laughs> so I, uh but in terms of like i don't micromanage the people i play with you know like mm. i always tell people you know, come up with your parts. Like, I want to hear what you have to like. Like you want to hear what they bring to the table. Right. Because like if if we're recording and I could play a guitar part, I would have just played it myself. But like I want to hear something like that's what I would say to people is kind of like. Like have your input and tell people when you don't like something, but uh, don't. I don't know. I, I try my best to let people bring their ideas and only speak up when I don't like something. Mm -hmm. hmm. 
I know, um, at least, uh, oh God, sorry, my brain blanked again. Um, I know for me, at least, I don't think if I ever did bring, cause I do plan on, um, what I plan on doing is that when I graduate, I do plan on making Boon Pod, like, not necessarily not my thing anymore, but I want to pass it on to someone else. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the whole thing, I mean, it's like I said earlier, Boon, uh, musicians and band, musicians and Boon, they typically, it's sad to say, but like, they typically stop putting out music when they graduate, which really right. sucks. But it's like this perpetual cycle of like every semester, there's always going to be new musicians on campus that bring fresh new ideas. So I have tossed around the idea of um, trying to get someone else to host the show and then just staying around in the background as a producer. But I, I don't know. I would have to go through a lot of a lot of boring interviews to see who I would get to carry on the show. But I don't know um, because I don't I don't ever I don't unlike. Um, you know, someone like you who puts out their music on, in your name, I don't put Boonpot out in my name. Boonpot is like a separate entity for me, but, um, I don't know. I don't know if I, I, I do plan on doing it, but I haven't really thought too seriously into it yet. Um, I don't know. What do you, what do you think? I mean, you know, passing it down sounds cool or you could just rebrand it to wherever fits your life in that moment. I know that's what someone else told me is that that I should just do I should just carry on the show and then just whatever city I end up in do that yeah. there and I could totally see my what I might end up doing is that I might um, uh, get someone to carry on the show here and then whenever I graduate move somewhere so like say I move to like Asheville or like Raleigh or somewhere I would probably do a show that focuses on the musicians there instead. Yeah, but, um, oh yeah, I like that idea of starting a new one and then just handing that one off. Be like a know, franchise some, opportunity. Oh yeah, I know someone. Someone touted the idea of just taking over the entire East Coast, and I'm like, yeah, sure, I, I could. Why I not? Know. I just, I just don't know if that. I feel like that'd be too much work for me. I feel like putting out the amount of stuff I do now is all is just barely almost at the point of being too much work. But you yeah, know, you want it to be fun. That's what I mean. That's why. That's what I like about it. I feel like the reason why I do this isn't because I mean it is. Be, it's mostly because I just want to talk to these people, talk to all these cool creatives and musicians and Boone, and that I just because I don't think my show is an interview show. It's more just me having a conversation with the person, right. but um, which is why I try to do in person, like face to face, so much because in person, you know, you can see like all of their you know, their face, their facial expressions and all that stuff. But, um, I have grown more accustomed and more open to the idea of doing zoom interviews. Cause I know a lot of people I want to have on are just like, it's super busy to schedule like an in-person meeting. And I totally get that. Yeah. But, um, so for you, when you, so you said you were in Raleigh, right? Yeah, that's right. And I know, um, Raleigh, I haven't been there in a while, but I know it's Raleigh's a pretty big town, right? Yeah, it's gotten crazy too. You know, I like I grew up around here. And mm. are so, you are you originally from like in area the area around Raleigh? Yeah, I grew up in Apex, so uh, it's like right outside of Raleigh. And ah, okay. So I've seen that place like transform. It's gotten crazy. <laughs> Has it just turned into a, like a, a much bigger city in like the over the course of your life? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think at one point Apex got voted by some magazine as one of the best places to live in America. And then I just saw this like influx of people there. And then Oh, really? Yeah, and pretty much it just seemed to get just get crazy developed and you know, it was it was kind of sad. Mm. But everybody uh, moves in and they just kind of ruin the whole vibe they had going on. Yeah, and I know that's like a complaint about, you know, wherever wherever people are from, you know, so all oh, this place has changed, you know. But mm -hmm. it's hard to not have that. Yeah, feelings. it's hard it's hard to not have it change. Yeah. I know um so the town that I a town that I'm um not that I'm from that I'm really close to uh Lenore, North Carolina, which is just at the base of uh the base of the mountains. Right. Um, used to be this massive, like, furniture factory town. Mm. And then sometime in the 90s, it just completely died off. Like, from what I've heard, it used to be awesome to live in Lenore. Because there was just such an influx of money going through the town. And then furniture died off. And then now, if you go through Lenore now, like, I don't, I don't know, anybody listening to this, I, like, Lenore sucks. I hate it. <laughs> I've been through there a few times. It's I don't like it. I hate it. And I, I that's why I like Boone so much more just cuz at least to me I like Boone so much more just cuz it's it's a very walkable town. Mm -hmm. Like I never feel that I have unless it's somewhere like across town. Um like 90% of the places like even campus I can walk to in like 10 15 minutes and that's awesome for me. Yeah, that is but, good. But um I don't know. Right. I, I don't how was Raleigh about that? Um, I wouldn't say it's a very, you know, it's so big. I wouldn't say it's walkable by any mm. means, but, uh, I don't know. The roads here have gotten so, you know, I just feel like an old man, like, oh, this place has changed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Blew up my this is a complete, so this town sucks now. Yeah. But, you know, I'm going to complain about the roads. Like I'm, I'm in my twenties. I shouldn't be complaining about the quality <laughs> yeah. of infrastructure, but I will. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the roads here are just terrible. They're full mm -hmm. of traffic, you know, but <laughs> that's my complaint about Raleigh. But the so, other, you know, yesterday I was driving through, I kind of had a change of perspective. I was like, it was a beautiful, warm, kind of warmish day yesterday. And I was like, you know, this is a beautiful place. I'm just complaining all the time. Like, well, I should just enjoy this place for what it is now. I'm not going to be able to change it with how I feel. Let me just accept and, I don't know, try and make the best of things. Mm -hmm. There's lots of people that would love to live in Raleigh, the Raleigh area, you know? I I can probably count on one hand the amount of times I've been to I think I've only ever been in like set foot in Raleigh like twice in my entire life. It's really? just not it's just not an area I go to often. Like if I'm going if I'm going to a big city 90% of the time it's Charlotte. You know. Fair enough. Fair enough. Charlotte yeah. or like Gastonia, that area. I, Charlotte or like Asheville or whatever. Yeah. Shout out Asheville, probably my favorite city of all time. But um, you know I lived in Asheville for a little bit, and I actually do not like Asheville. Oh, really? What'd you not like about Asheville? Um, it's not a great place to be broke in, and yeah, no, I can um, totally see that. And I got, you know, I don't know. I just, I, I didn't have. That was not the best time in my life when I was there. So mm. I, I, I have some great friends that live there, and I will like 
visit them all the time. But if my friends weren't in Nashville, I don't think I would. I don't you don't think, think you'd miss it? Yeah. I, I mean, I get that's totally fair because I've never lived there. That's coming. My perspective on Asheville is just from visiting. I love visiting. Like, it's a, it's a really cool town to just hang out in. I know nothing about right. living in it. All I know is that it, the everything is, like, sky-high expensive. But it's not much more than living in Boone. Boone's pretty pricey, too. But Yeah, I think my, you know, I think it was a, my first apartment. I lived with a bunch of other people. And someone even lived on the porch, if that tells you how we were living. <laughs> but <laughs> our, our apartment with four people in it was, like, a thousand bucks a month. So I mean, that was in like the worst apartment complex mm. in Nashville, though. <laughs> Jesus, wait, is yeah. that a thousand per person? No, no, that was a thousand oh. total. I think I think people would think Boone is crazy expensive. Like I it think is, people, it's worse than a lot of other places. I think that well, it's it's because it's this tiny little pinprick town on top of a mountain, and there's nowhere else to expand. Like there's nowhere else to put any more apartments. So. It's just, there's like a complete and total housing crisis. Oh, what do you mean? Zoom? Hold on. I just got a notification saying I, our Zoom meeting will end in 10 minutes. Okay. Well, so I, 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 guess, I, guess that's all, I guess that's all we have left. All let right. Me, well, let me set a timer so on my phone. 10 minutes. Yeah, let me set a timer <laughs> on my phone so I remember. All right. Because um, I was trying to think. I'm like, how long can we really do this? Oh, okay. There's a timer up top. Uh, no need. No need. Oh, oh, cool. Very cool. I have to upgrade to zoom pro to get an unlimited time Fuck you know that. i think i think if you use your student email oh okay you should be able to bypass that maybe i'm on i'm For next I, time. I, I i didn't i use zoom so rarely because it's not like the pandemic anymore where all of my classes were on zoom and it sucked horribly but um, right i actually lucked out when i was in high school and covid was happening we just did not have zoom call classes at all my all of my professors and teachers would just post something daily and be like hey he would send out an email and be like hey here's a here's the assignment you have to do today and then i i felt really bad for my sister who had really bad zoom classes i because i just never had any during the pandemic rarely ever did i ever have any what was your experience with the the whole pandemic thing i mean you know Obviously, I had I was in college, you know, when it was happening. Mm -hmm. So, um, one of my teachers, my recording teacher for like my audio classes, he he tried. I mean, he successfully had us, you know, still coming in and using the studio all throughout COVID, which I really you know respected him for. We did it in safe ways and stuff. So, I mean, I got to still feel like I had like a decent value coming in for what I was paying for my education. So, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, a lot of times I I enjoyed it because I didn't have to go in as much uh well, that was the down, that... downtime, you know, I I I'd really I don't really feel like I had a terrible time during the pandemic. Honestly. I I've talked to this about my friends before, but I honestly think at least for me personally, the first like month or two months of the pandemic where fun. where I didn't have to go into class and everything. It was yeah, it was fun. It was kind of nice to just stay inside for like two months. Yeah. I, I think like I think honestly, I the whole time I literally just played video games. That's all I did for those two months was just play video games. 
And then by the third month, I'm like, okay, I kind of want to go outside and do stuff. And then it was like, yeah, no, you, you shouldn't. So that's Let's like, it, the... it, it got tired after a while, but for the first two months, I think it was kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely had like a kind of broke up normal life in kind of an mm-hmm. interesting way, I guess. I mean, but also because of the pandemic is kind of why I pursued the, I like, I really don't think I would be where I am with music if it wasn't for the pandemic, because mm-hmm. I kind of capitalized on the fact, you know, like a lot of, a lot of bands weren't able to do anything during the pandemic, but I was like, well, I'm a solo act. Like I have my acoustic guitar. There's really no excuse mm-hmm. I could literally record during this. Yeah. So I, I tried to like use that time as, as best I could and still like, you know, do what I could with it. So I feel like I, I got a little leg up during that time almost mm. because of the fact that, you know, I just play acoustic guitar and sing. It sounds like one of us for sure was more productive during the, during the early months of the pandemic I mean, than I, the other. I'm not going to act like I was grinding the whole time, but mm. I mean, I, I still, you know, I like to play my video games too. Yeah. I just, it's, um, I don't know because I, it's crazy to think that we're kind of, I mean, it has, it's been this way for a lot, for a pretty long while now, but it's kind of crazy. that It just seemed like one day we were just out of the pandemic. Like, obviously you can still get COVID, but Mm -hmm. it's crazy to me that all, it just felt like one week. It's just, it was just over. And then now, and now, now everything's kind of back to normal. I get kind of, I guess. Well, I just uh, thought the other day, I was like, I haven't thought about COVID in like over a week, you know? Yeah. Well, that yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Cause it's like, all of a sudden you just stop thinking about it. And then I'm still on my track record of never getting COVID once. So that's impressive. I know I'm still shocked. I thought I had it. If, I thought I had it about a month ago. I got tested. I tested negative like three times and I was like, cool. So officially on the record, I've never gotten COVID. That probably puts so, you in a very small percentage of the population. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like all of my friends have gotten COVID. I know a few people that have, that like reacted really harshly to it. Like they got, they were really sick for a week for like a few weeks, and I felt really bad for them. And then I had a, I had a, I had a few friends that got really sick from getting the vaccine too. And Dang. All I got from the vaccine was a sore arm. So. Yeah, I, I had like a pretty crazy fever, but you know. Yeah, I had one from that. They got like a hundred and two fever like the next day, and I was like, "Holy shit, I can't believe it." Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy I'll, out here. It's really funny that we were like, "All right, let's make the best of this last ten minutes," and we've been talking about COVID for the last six. <laughs> <laughs> But um, since we're running low on time here, I'm going to do what I do every episode, or at least if I remember. Um, I'm going to give you a few minutes here to do some shout-outs to whoever you want to shout-out. And then then we'll do the outro. Sounds good. Well, I guess I would like to shout-out to the people that played on my new song that's coming out. Uh, Jake Owens on the guitar, Alvin Carlisle on the bass, Evan Stahl on drums, Sean French on saxophone jasmine uh hunjin on uh background vocals sorry it's a, a big band here um think who else that might be it yeah the song's called time of day and yeah i guess those are the people i'd like to shout out if i oh, forgot cool. anyone that played on it forgive me 
Very short list of shout-outs. It's really funny. Every time I ask people to do it, they'll they they'll just like just think about it. They'll just come up with the names, and then and then I always just shout out God or Jesus Christ. You have to shout you out to God. To. Shout, out. <laughs> shout out God. Shout out Jesus. Shout out Mom. Yep, the trifecta. Shout out. Um. Um. Not Dad. Know. No, I mean yeah, sure. Shout out Dad too. Um. Shout out <laughs> whatever. Some U.S. president, one of right, them. Right, the one of your choosing. Yeah, like George Washington. Shout out George Washington. True. Or, <laughs> I don't know, Jimmy Carter. Yeah, he was a good one, right? Jimmy Carter's cool. He's about, like, um, he's the peanut guy. How about JFK? Uh, Sure, shout out JFK. He put us on the moon, personally. Right. He flew the rocket. Um, I don't know. I can't think of any other, any other presidents I want to shout out. Um, who's the, who's the one that got stuck in the tub? It goes Taft. Yes. William Howard Taft. <laughs> yeah. Shout out him. Shout out to Taft. And oh, shout out, out the, the tub. Shout, yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out the tub. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, since we're, we're running out of time here, we've got about two minutes left. Um, do you happen to know the outro for the show by chance? I don't. Because some people do, some some people don't, so I always ask. So it's see you later, Booners, because my fans are the Booners and their parents okay. are the Boomers. Okay. Very big brain thinking. So do you want to do it on three? See you later, Booners? Sounds good. We'll see how we do with the delay. All right. Yeah, yeah we'll see how we do with the Zoom delay. Wait, wait. Right. It's Say it one more time. See you later, Booners. All right, got it. Yeah. So on three. So one, two, three. See See you later, later, booners. booners.